Welcome back to Radically Loving Podcast. It's your host, Lauren, and I'm so, so, so excited to have you guys here. And I'm very excited about this episode because this is where you can meet me (laughs) and get to know me a little better. Hopefully, as time goes on, we can get on a more deeper level. We can go deeper into uh, the different portions of myself, into the deeper pieces of me and stories and times in my life because I really seriously want to go there. But I thought an initial introduction would be nice for all of those who aren't familiar with me or those who know me but maybe are interested in little things that they weren't aware of or interested in just other pieces. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just gonna let it flow, you know, how we do on here and I am so open. If you would love to DM or comment on future posts, I would be so honored to answer any of your questions. And yeah, hopefully I can either make like a full episode on a question or uh, just elaborate in the future and go deeper with you guys. So before we begin, I wanted to see if you guys noticed anything different from the last episode. There was something very, very, very special to me, um, created by someone very special to me. I hope you can recognize it is the music intro. Mm, I'm so grateful that was created by my husband, Ben Fisher. He is an audio engineer and an AV tech, and he is truly so, so gifted at what he does. And I'm so honored to just have a little piece of him here until you guys get to actually hear him on here, which is definitely going to happen, whether it happens um, from my decision or his, he's totally coming on here. I've already warned him and I'm sure he is going to have a beautiful time, but I first wanted to share that and I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Please also let us know what you think of this music intro. It's, I think it's just so perfect. It feels so fun and yeah, like I'm so a little info to dive in. Like I am a cancer, so the water aspect was just so perfect. I'm just so in love with it. And yeah, and of course, it just means so much more to me because it is made by my love. So yeah, give him a shout out, give him some love on this masterpiece that he created. And yeah, we would love your thoughts and opinions. Let us know. So I guess we can just dive in. Oh, I'm a little out of breath. I just was, I'm just, uh, I'm on day three of my moon cycle. And rest is the priority, right? Um, But we've been a little more active, um, slowly active. So I went on a walk. Apparently that takes it out of me on my moon cycle. So I'm still catching my breath. And I am also super excited to share with you this episode. I am currently in a car (laughs) because... It is so windy out. It's a little too crisp um, and windy to be recording. I don't think you would be able to hear me very well. And at home, there are a lot of animals that need attention and are loud. And yeah, there's, I I think you can probably actually hear them still, (laughs) which is hilarious and so perfect. But as time moves on, as we enter winter even further, I'm going to have to figure out a new place, a new, you know, some way that I can have some quiet space away from animals and wind. (laughs) Um, So we'll see. We'll see as time goes on. My goal is to at least have one solo episode a month 
for you guys, uh, but it probably will end up being more. It just depends on the messages that flow through, and I so want to share when things come up, so I'm just going to be, you know, ready to record if, you know, if the moment aligns. So, yeah, as winter goes on, we are getting creative, um, and we are already so excited (laughs) for when spring comes and it starts getting warmer. Um, Again, I am a cancer sun, so I... I'm just a summer baby. I just love summer, water, warmth. I was born June 30th to get the ball rolling, 1994. So I am a 90s baby and a cancer son who just loves, 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 loves the warmth and like tropical weather, to be honest. I've become more of a fan of fall fall is so 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 incredible and it's been beautiful to really um allow myself to transition along with the transitioning weather like the past like few years I can actually thank my husband for that again another shout out because he is a fall baby so he has definitely that has grown on me he has (laughs) kind of made fall grow on me and it's I really do love it now so yeah, but winter, I've experienced winter my entire life, everywhere I've lived. Um, and so, yeah, it's it still hasn't uh, gotten up to me. But I do, do love having multiple seasons. It is my favorite. I love snow. I love snow at Christmas time. It's really magical. So that is a really special part about being on the East Coast. So that's a little another added info. I live on the East Coast in Maryland and I live and grew up in the small cute little town of Frederick, Maryland and it's seriously so special to me and I believe Maryland is pretty underrated um, but I will keep, I would prefer to say small so I'm going to keep a little hush hush about how special uh, Maryland is to me because yeah. I just wanted to stay quaint and special in its unique ways. So, yeah, <laughs> I am your host, Lauren. I am a Cancer Sun. I am an Aries Moon and an Aries Rising. So, your girl has some fire energy in her. It's not some, a lot. <laughs> and it kind of seems like my Cancer Sun just like is always like putting out the fires, like. She just wants to be gentle and soft and nurturing and the Aries sometimes wants to like fight, (laughs) just to put it sweetly. Um, She's just ready for a good time and ready to go. So yeah, it's all about the balance over here. (laughs) We're finding the balance and lots of grounding for this water fire being over here. So we got a lot of grounding meditations that we do. the home, I mean, I'm a cancer, so the home is really sacred. Having a sacred space, a sanctuary for me is really important. So that also to me is very grounding, having my own space where I can do my yoga and meditate and yeah, just where I feel like warm and cozy and I can write in my morning pages and yeah, it's 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 really really nice to have that space so I'm so grateful that I have that space and it's kind of that what's coming through right now is I feel like there are there have been times where I felt like I didn't have that space but I still decided to create it anyway so if anyone is out there struggling with having their own you know corner a little alone time space one setting boundaries with the people you love telling them that certain times of the day, you know, you're probably not going to be reached. And just even if it is literally a table or a corner where you have your crystals or just things that make you feel aligned, crystals, yoga mat, whatever it may be for you, having that be your space, picking out an hour, 15, 20 minutes, whatever you are able to take in your life 
in your version of this life. Know that you are meant to have this now and you can create it, even if it is not the full-blown sanctuary that you are dreaming of. Know that you can have the space. Know that you can have the alone time now by just making little decisions, communicating with those in your circle. Maybe if you have kids, communicating that you have to have some space for yourself because it is so crucial for us to have alone time, every single person. And on the flip side, honoring that for a partner or a friend of yours, um, if you have roommates, uh, honoring that and allowing them to have the same time and maybe picking up the slack where they when they need it. And if you're a parent, having that same return, doing the same for your partner. And another thing so that I can just preface because I'm short is so easy, you know, to look at someone else's life and just be like, yeah, they have all the time in the world and yeah, they don't have kids. Like you, it's so easy for you to say that, to take time for yourself. And I am so, so honoring this space that I'm in right now that I don't currently have children because it is a goal of ours and a dream of ours to have kids soon, someday. So yeah, I'm just relishing in this time right now because I know that when that time comes, I won't have as much time, but I am going to, because this time has been so rewarding and so healing to take alone time, even if it's just 20 minutes, asking my partner, you know, like, Hey, can you go in the other room for an hour or, you know, like when we have kids, my plan is, hey, can you watch the baby for 20 minutes? Hey, can you watch the baby for an hour? Whatever it may be, setting those boundaries, asking, and then taking the time and prioritizing it and like truly like scheduling it in if we have to, you know, because we start, we start to disintegrate when we aren't taking care of ourselves. So that's just a little added message that wanted to come through. Um, yeah, I'm just, and just honoring where everyone is at because yes, I am so, so grateful of this time that I have. And yeah, I am taking full advantage. And some of my, sometimes my mornings are like four hours long and I know that that's not going to be the case forever. So I am like in it right now. Um, and I just honor you all, um, where you're at. And that's also the other thing is to honor ourselves exactly where we're at and honor our future selves and where they're going to be. And also maybe envisioning our future self and our highest self in that aspect. And like, what does she need? What, what do they need so that we can be a more uplifted, happier, more productive and full like whole being because it is so important especially for the future children that are being brought up for us to be that fullest version of ourselves and I'm sure that I will have lots more to say once I am a mom and it may sound different who knows maybe I will take back everything I just said Um, but that's that's where my heart is right now and that feels aligned So for me to um, get off that little tangent, I want to continue. So yeah, I was born June 30th, 1994. I am 27. Feels wild. Feels so, so wild that I'm 27 and next year I'll be 28. And I actually am just, there is no fear. I feel no fear getting closer to, you know, the thirties and getting closer to like forties and all that. There's no fear there for me. I am so excited about these different stages. Currently I'm in this 27 stage and I am relishing in the fact that I am transforming my life and choosing the life that I want to live, the dream life that I desire and know that the universe also holds for me as well. 
being 27 is a trip, man. Uh, it's, it's really interesting because it, at the beginning of this year, actually, I could have told you that like, yeah, when I had turned 27, I not even at the beginning of this year, <laughs> I guess leading up to 27, I was kind of like feeling, especially in a five year and we'll get more into numerology, but, and sort of what that looked like for me this year. But with the change that was present, there was some hesitancy for me to turn 27 because I was like, like, I'm just like, I felt the feels of not being where I wanted to be yet, feeling a lot of pressure, a lot of urgency to get there. And the moment I let go of that and knew that I was exactly on time, everything started to fall more in alignment and I started becoming more magnetic to the things that I wanted to call in. So even just the fact that I was respecting my age and that I'm not too late and we're never too late and we are always on time and that sure like that feeling might come up like in the future at another age but it's always just coming back home and remembering like we've got this this journey is all laid out before us and so the more we trust that that it's already planned and we are not in control the more things actually come more quickly. The desires that we want, the things that we're manifesting, they actually are more attracted to us. So yeah, 27 initially was pretty scary. I'm not going to lie to you. But now that I'm in it, I'm just like, oh, like, like she's here. Like she's just living. And my my biggest dream, my biggest goal, like, as like an all-encompassing theme is to be a safe haven. And I feel like right now that is in containers, in spaces like this, where you can be listening or reading or learning from me and you feel held and you feel like you can show up and be seen the way you are exactly in this current moment and to be loved in that to be respected and honored. That is one of my biggest, biggest goals. And I have a really grand version of that in my head about it becoming a place, a physical space where people can experience that. And I'm also one to not really talk about the future goals too much out loud except for like out loud, like, like to myself, because <laughs> I totally think that we manifest things when we are speaking it. But there is something to be said about, you know, doing the work behind the scenes without just spitting out all the things because everything is subject to change, right? We're not, things aren't always supposed to go the way we plan or aren't going to. So we have to be willing to like ebb and flow. And if we're putting out this dream and it's like, it has to be like this, it's going to look like this, 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 and this, and you're telling everyone. And I also believe that there's so much to go around and share. And that's actually why there's so many mirrors and so many other people that are bringing up similar dreams. And it's actually really powerful because I'm like, yes, like there's a reason we're all dreaming this very similar yet different dream. And it's really, truly just to create community and to have these spaces where people feel like actually seen for once because it feels like our society doesn't hold us in that lens as of yet. But that's like where we're headed, right? That's that's the dream. That's the goal. So yeah, I just, I like, I like to keep the dreams a little bit to myself a little bit, um, but I'll, I'll keep you updated. I will keep you and start expanding a little bit more as we go. And you'll, you'll start to notice as it does expand and grow, uh, you'll know, you'll know <laughs> when the dream has come to fruition. I'm sure of it. I will tell you, but it's something that Ben and I have been planning and dreaming of and literally down to the very, very fine details 
Um, it's all in our, in our minds and our visions. We think about it every single day and yeah, we've been dreaming of this for five years now and it just feels closer and closer and closer each year. And yeah, I'm just so excited for when it does come to fruition for you guys to see it in full effect, to be a part of it, to experience it. And to, yeah, really be a part of this safe haven, to feel held and just be your most authentic self. So that was another little tangent. I'm going to try to jump through this a little more quickly. So I love human design. As you know, I'm going to ask what people's human designs are almost every single episode, every single episode, we're going to talk about human design, astrology, numerology, all the things. So yeah, I hope that we can get someone on here maybe to talk a little bit more about human design. If that's something you guys are interested in, let me know if that feels like something that is aligned for you guys to hear. That seems like aligned for this podcast, but my human design, I am a 5-1 mental projector and a non-emotional. So to give you a little blip of what that is, um, I can't necessarily speak for all of the signs. I know, you know, pieces and a little bit of information, but as a 5-1, we are truly, it's, it's actually really cool because we're here to lead but then there's the aspect of also having that internal world with the five one. So it's pretty cool because we're definitely supposed to use our voice and be out there and be a leader and be a guide. But at the same time, we're definitely supposed to have that retreat, that inner world that we can sanctuary and kind of regather our information. And it's really, it's really cool because I'm still learning and grasping all the things because I learn something new every single day about (laughs) human design and there's so many amazing accounts so just if you if you're new to it just do some searching there's so many cool accounts Jenna Zoe is a good one uh Nadia Last uh and then my beautiful friend who has studied she has so much more wisdom beyond human design um and so it's not really her main thing, but she does share about it. And I love her to pieces, um, Sahar Sloan. And she is one of my good friends who I will be having on here as well. But yeah, there's so many resources and you can look up. You do need to know your birth time pretty to the exact point because there are aspects just like in astrology where, uh, you might not necessarily get your exact chart if, if you don't have that. Um, but then there's main things that are, perfectly aligned. So yeah, as a mental projector, it's very much like I have, it's all about the knowing for me. It's all about this innate knowledge that I have. And that is one of my strength strengths is clear cognizance. There are four clairs and I'm sure there's so many beyond what we can even comprehend with the four that we're most familiar with, clairvoyance, clairaudience, claircognizance, and clairsentience. And so claircognizance is this inner knowing. It's kind of like an example is me talking to Ben about something and I start singing a song and he's literally like, he looks at me and this happens so often. It's like, I literally am taking what is in his head and putting it out loud. And it's probably what people perceive as like telepathy or, um, reading someone's mind or something, but he always looks at me. He's like, I was literally singing that exact thing, like that exact line. Um, or I would just say something out loud. I'll just speak it out loud. And he's just like, what? And there, there is a piece. It's because we are so connected and he lets me in. That, that's another reason why I am able to just like blurt out things that are on his mind <laughs> because his walls are down with me and he allows me 
in his heart and in his mind. So it's, it's really cool. Claircognizance is something I'm learning more and more about and yeah, trying to utilize and understand better. And I also have clairsentience, but yeah, the mental piece for the human design before I go on too many tangents about the clairs, because that's a whole, probably a whole nother episode, honestly, probably spirituality. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to note that we're going to do my spirituality and how I like started that. But yeah, projectors are the guides. They see things and kind of have that clear vision of how things can be done in a different way. And if not, if we are not invited to share that wisdom, it can be perceived otherwise. Basically, if we are not asked for our opinion at times, it can seem, if we do share, it can seem like it wasn't coming from the right place, even though it always is coming from the heart. And that's something that projectors are really trying to, you know, let people know that like, it's never out of judgment or out of any, anything other than there is this innate knowing within some project most in all people, I think a lot of people have claircognizance, but in projectors specifically, there is just that inner knowing, that inner guide within us that's just like, like, I know the answer. I know, I know how we can simplify this and, you know, not, not take it in such an extreme way, if that makes sense, or go another route. Like we can kind of see the work smarter, not harder route. <laughs> um, yeah. And it can be perceived, uh, not so lovely. So our whole thing is waiting for the invitation, which at times can seem frustrating, but the more in alignment that we are with our truth and the more that we are sharing what we came here to share and really just from our authentic hearts, <laughs> the more easily it is received and people ask again, uh, finally. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we know that when we are being invited to something that it is in alignment and vice versa, if, if we're not, it's probably not for us anyway, which is a beautiful way to know, you know? And another thing that knowing my human design has really freed me up. One of the biggest things when I first learned is that projectors are a non-energy type. So as a non-energy type, unlike generators, manifesting generators, uh, some of the other types that are, or manifestors that are energy types, they just have this built up supply of energy. And this is not to say that you guys are supposed to go, go, go and push yourselves to any to any degree. That's, that's not absolutely true at all, but it means that you guys do have this capacity to, um, extend yourself maybe further than even you can understand, um, than others. So one of the permission slips for a projector is that we are really here to really get things done in short periods of time like working a nine to five is not a projector's aligned way to work. So if you're a projector and that is how you are working, either finding a way to like maybe work from home so you kind of can take those breaks that you need or just getting up, stretching, moving your body, but it might just not be sustainable for you and you might see that you are running on like the other people around you's fumes, which is basically what happens is we pick up from other people. That's how we get our energy and we are just running off of their energy, which also can suck from them. But <laughs> yeah, one of the permission slips is to not work more than like four hours for a projector. And for some people would be like, oh, like that's just an excuse to be lazy, but really like we can be efficient within that four hour time frame. And that's not to say that other people can't either, that the other types can't, but really projectors need that permission to work less and also sleep 
a lot more. Rust is huge for projectors and that is another piece of what I am here to share in the programs and just everything that I speak of is rested alignment and how we can find alignment and live our life's purpose and find our path and follow it head first, head on through ease and rest. And maybe I am going to attract a lot of projectors to this podcast and you are so welcome because I want you to feel the permission slip. I want you to feel that we can achieve all that everyone else can without working all day long, every single day. Um, And really like that we can attract what we desire through rest and ease. And that's like, that's some of the mantras that I share. But yeah, it's, I'm a projector and (laughs) this is my message. It's just what I've been called to share is this rest, this ease. And I am welcoming every single one of you, not just projectors. I'm welcoming everyone into this type of alignment because yeah, the more ease that we find in our rituals, in our day-to-day, are we breathing? Are we taking time for ourselves to stretch, to move throughout the day? Or are we burning ourselves out with nothing left to give the ones we love and the projects are the things we're passionate about? Like, do we have anything left to give or do we need to sleep for an entire year? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, that's just my little sitch on human design. And I did mention that I'm a non-emotional and I will totally get more into that. But it basically means that we take on other people's emotions. Like we don't actually, apparently non-emotionals are supposed to be like a smooth wave is what they say. It's like we should be pretty like go with the flow, like calm energy, but we are, we are influenced by outside energy very, very easily. And I can resonate with that because... I know when I'm just in my alone space, just doing my thing, things feel like just very soft, flowy. It feels very much connected to my cancer side. But when I'm with other people, I feel like my Aries, the fire like starts to rev up. (laughs) And yeah, but anyway, that's, that's all the, the star signs, human design and numerology. So I have been doing numerology for a year now. It's coming up on a year and I'm it's so incredible because I found numerology just thinking it was just gonna be something fun to learn an extra tool for my tool belt you know just to have and what happened surprised the hell out of me and made me find pieces of myself and reflect and made me a whole new person and I honestly think it's affected me and made me who I am to this moment, um, a year later. And yeah, I felt absolutely head over heels for numerology. And that's why I decided to be a numerologist and a reader and yeah, to have these tools to share with others because it changed my life. And I will probably do a whole episode on numerology, but I'm just going to go with the fact that I am a (laughs) three soul and a three power And we'll go, I have lots of different plans to share numerology with you guys. But for an example, my three soul, this is my heart. This is my like inner being, my, my complete essence that I'm here to share. And my power is my superpower, what I'm also here to share. And what's a little added little sweet touch is Benjamin and I are both three souls, three powers. So that's kind of how we complement each other because we're really here, I feel like, to challenge each other with the other pieces of our chart. But in reality, it's very much that twin flame. Like we're, we have very similar goals, very similar uh, dreams, and we're kind of like spearheading the way together and through this lens of creativity, play, 
it's very much that inner child number. Uh, yeah, she like three, the three just really wants to color outside the lines and just be silly and goofy and not take life too seriously. It just really is lighthearted. And yeah, it's just this total inner child essence. And the more tapped in we are with just the play of life. And it's also about like music and uh, dance. So, you know, we are both musicians. So really allowing that piece of ourselves to be seen because that lights up our inner child. And it's also powerful because it is such a big piece of what we want to create, the amazing container safe haven that we want to create in the future. That is a little snippet of what we're trying to bring. So yeah, numerology is wild and yeah, there's so much more to it and that's a whole nother episode. So I could just go on and on and on. And I hope if you have not received a reading, I would so be honored to read your chart for you because it unlocks levels of ourselves that really allows us to surrender to what is and it allows us to just let go and really be present more in the now. That's what I learned is to allow this present moment to be all that matters because it is all laid out before us. We really get to trust fall into life because of the surrender, because we know that we are held, because we know that we are supported, because there is nothing to fear when we are guided, when we are truly in alignment. So yeah, that's just a little love note from numerology. I am also recently Reiki certified, like within the last like three or four months. And that has been a wild ride as well because I am clairsentient and this is all about feeling. And I use my claircognizance through this as well, but the sentience is something I really wanted to strengthen and the feeling in my body and the things that come up when I am in a Reiki session, it blows my mind every single time, especially the distance Reiki. It is mind-blowing how the energies still are so, so strong miles and miles away from people. I have done Reiki with lovely souls in Germany and I have done Reiki with people in California Gosh, like the list goes on, the people that I have worked with and how far away we are. And they still have received such powerful healing from the energies. And again, this is not me. This is the universal energies just coming through me. I am just the vessel and I'm so honored to be the vessel because this energy is unlike anything I've ever felt in my body. Yeah, it's just such a wild ride and I I just love it. I love it so much and the things it allows me to feel and experience when I am in a session. Yeah, I'm just so grateful. So I am certified Reiki level one, level two. I didn't really necessarily think master wasn't calling me necessarily yet. I know that there are added layers and it could be something that I pursue in the future, but the main reason to become a master is so that you can attune people to Reiki. Uh, so you aren't receiving an attunement if you are receiving Reiki energy. An attunement is for those who want to become or like to be a Reiki healer. So the, the master isn't necessarily required for you to do Reiki on people. Um, this is just so you can attune others to do Reiki on people, which is, which is so cool. And maybe I might be called to that one day, but as of now, I am not called to master level, but I am majorly enjoying level one, level two energy. Also fun. You get to do it and your animals too. And you get to see how they react and they're super sweet and it can be really cool to just see them like zone out. Yeah. Reiki is incredible. So a little more. I've gone on about the woo, the woo of me. Let's dive into the more personal aspects where I grew up, parents, my sibling dynamic, uh, where I went to school 
And I'm sure we will, we will expand even deeper into, you know, those little different avenues because there is so much. And this is, you know, my little love note to my family that this is going to be really raw and vulnerable. And I won't share anything that feels like that is exposing or hurting anyone, but I definitely want to go to those levels of honesty and sharing my perspective in my relationships with family and other dynamics because I believe that's how we grow is when we, you know, can look at things from an outsider's perspective and really, you know, critically think, you know, like how is something actually affecting another or is it a tool for healing? How can we use these lessons that we're learning as tools, as medicine for others, for ourselves? So just know this is a little shout out to any family members, family friends that are listening. This is not ever an a personal a personal attack on anyone. Um, it will just always be from the heart and from things I've learned from that from times. So just wanted to add that in. And then yeah, a little little blip into Ben and I, but I think I'm just gonna have him on one day and we're gonna kinda share our our love story. Yeah. Where should I even begin? Okay. <sighs> okay. Everyone take a deep breath with me because <laughs> it's a little, oh yeah. Beautiful. So where I grew up, I grew up in Columbia, Maryland. When I was little, this is like kindergarten to like, oh, like what is that time frame? Like preschool, you know, when I was really young, I lived in Columbia. Then for middle school, we moved to Frederick, and that's basically where I, from middle school to high school, still, you know, in this area to this day, um, that's where I grew up. Uh, Frederick is home to me, especially because of the middle school, high school time. Uh, Just so much of my life was there and so many memories, and I was the person that left home for college. I had so many different experiences. So I I went to this small t- small school for middle school in Frederick called the Banner School. This sweet like private school, but it's it wasn't a religion private school. It was just private and I we me and the friends that I still have some really lifelong friends from that school. We always like to joke that we that school like <laughs> made us who we are and um truly like created like the weirdest wildest people ever um wow like it was is just so such an interesting time of my life and we can go deeper into that too but yeah it's just yeah i'm so grateful for the friendships that i still have these are friends that you know, some people say that about their fr- their high school friends, but these friends from middle school, because we went through so much in the like that small amount of time, and really like time like was like felt like a snail, like it just was so long during that time. So it felt like years and years and years and years and years and years with these people, when really it was probably only like four years <laughs> together. But we went through so much together, uh, really growing up like little kids, like learning all the things, you know, (laughs) we, you know, there's so many different experiences that you have at that age. And these are the friends that I know that if I was ever in a position where something were happening, that if I called, they would be on a flight, they would be doing something, they would be at my side, they would have my back all the time every single time I can count on them. They're just, we don't talk like every single day. We don't hang out. Uh, Some of us live in different States now and yeah, we just, we just know that we can count on one another because there was just that deeper relationship that was had in that young age. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I'm just so grateful for those friends. And then high school, I went to St. John's Catholic prep this was a Catholic school, <laughs> lots of uh, dogmatic things 
uh, triggers, different things that happened and definitely led me to the spiritual journey I'm on right now because yeah, I've, I've always personally, I have always had a relationship with God. Jesus always believed in a higher power, always believed in God. Did I necessarily call him that for many years? No, because I, there was a part of me that didn't want to go there, uh, because of the conditioning and different things that happened in schools and the systems that I watched, you know, kind of hurt friends that I loved. And now I talk to friends these days and I found out, you know, even more things went on and it breaks my heart. So my connection to that dogmatic system was completely fractured and (laughs) non-existent. And so, but I am grateful for it happening because I don't think that I would be where I am now with the beautiful connection that I have to my angels to source, to God, powerful, higher energy that I am, that I feel I am so, so connected to. So I am grateful for that experience. And high school's hard, guys, like all of us can relate. High school is not the best. So yeah, to move on, I left high school and I didn't really know how it was going to happen or why. And I'm going to go into like a whole deeper story because there's a huge fraction of my life and and a time in my life where things changed completely, where I was no longer this like kid, you know, when things just like, you just feel so disconnected to your truth and everything kind of crumbles and breaks away and you're finding new pieces of yourself, all of that. And it was a huge span from end of high school to my like, probably through college or the times that I was in college. Um, But I went for one before I go into that. And that's will be a whole podcast. If that is something you're interested in me going deeper, and I would love to. Um, Yeah, please let me know. That is definitely something I plan to share. But yeah, so I've went for one semester to the only college that I got into. Um, yeah, my grades were average, not great. It was mainly my SATs that like were horrendous. Um, so, you know, the awesome school system that like says that you're not like a viable human being to go to school if your SATs are crap. So, (laughs) so I got into one school and I was only there for a semester, and that was Furman in South Carolina. And again, I'll go all into that, but it's very, very preppy. And I love Greenville now. I loved it then, um, but I was just at a different place, and I couldn't respect it at the time. And but now I just love it for the growth that it gave me. And I've been back recently just because I'm like, yeah, like I'm so grateful for that time because I've I learned so much about myself in that one semester that felt like, I swear you guys, that felt like two years of my life. (laughs) Like, I don't like, that's why you will, you will hear me not really know my timelines or years that things happen because some things just felt or feel like they couldn't have possibly, possibly been the time frame that they were. (laughs) That is one of them. And that'll be the long story. Then I came home, didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then I remember there was just like one time where my, my parents were like, what's your plan? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> like I was pretty much like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this whole school thing. I, you're like, you're crazy if you think I'm going back because it was, I was in such bad shape at that month, at that semester. Um, and I really didn't want to go back. Well, at that time I was watching a show called Nashville and I was so in love. I, you know, I, I'm a musician. I've been singing my whole life and I just loved these characters and Nashville. I, it was like, I've never even like considered like Nashville. What is this place? Like, it's so cool to see it. And I'm sure people <laughs> that have lived in Nashville their whole life. They're like, great. Like, yeah, the show that shows the one that did it. 
the show that made every single person move out to Nashville to this day. There's so, there's so many people that live there now, way more than when I was when I went there. So, yeah, long story short, I was like, well, I love music. Let me check out if there's schools in Nashville, and I stumbled across Belmont University. And it's a music school and where you can literally learn to be like a performer, which initially when I thought that that, you know, if, hey, if this is the only thing I'm good at, you know, like, guess this is what I'm going to do. So I we went we went for a tour. Nashville was beautiful. It was like a small town reminded me of home a little bit, a little bit bigger, but then still had that small town feel. And I was sold and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to be a musician then. <laughs> Lots of things happened within that time. And that's a whole nother story in its own. But yeah, I then met my soulmate, my twin flame at Belmont. And the funny thing is Ben and I, again, we're going to share a whole love story, but Ben and I were both from Maryland. That is the funniest part is that him and I were both from Maryland, opposite sides, literally a hundred miles. Exactly. Like our address, address to address was a hundred miles exactly apart, but we met in, at school in Nashville. So obviously the stars were very aligned and we probably would have met in Maryland or something if that didn't happen. But yeah. And I, and I didn't finish college. For those of you wondering, um, there were so many different experiences that I grew from, from college, from Belmont, and I'm to this day grateful, obviously met the love of my life there, but yeah, I just didn't finish. It wasn't my heart and soul. I actually ended up sort of resenting music because it was so competitive and you had to be like too, like Excalibur level to even be like considered a musician and it's like in my mind I just think people should do what they love and just sing and just dance or do the things that you love anyway like excuse my language but fuck the perfection like screw any of that like language that is just like you shouldn't be doing something unless you're at 100% level if it brings you joy do it so I, I, I couldn't possibly finish. I started doing like songwriting for a little while because I do love, love writing. But now I do it now. <laughs> I do it in our current relationship. Uh, yeah, and we are in a duo now. So much happens. This is just not my life story. This is just like a little extent. But yeah, that's, that's my school journey and a little bit of how I met Benjamin. And I really hope to tell you guys more about like the synchronicities that we have and yeah to go into our love story and that you know we can go really deep into that and how it wasn't the (laughs) wasn't the average love story and definitely wasn't like you know the fairy tale (laughs) how you think things would go about but it all works out exactly as it does and now we are going on two years married and five, almost six, oh my gosh, almost six years knowing each other, being together, being together officially. (laughs) We have a being together date and then we have a, a wedding date. So yeah, that, oh yeah, we got married June 22nd, 2019, uh, just as a little added little blip. So yeah I love him I'm so thankful to him for making the music so to jump from the school stuff my parents are Julie and Tim Shanklin my mother has three children from a previous marriage when she was younger so I have three older siblings that are much older than me uh, and that definitely was an interesting relationship and again I would love to go through that dynamic deeper as well because it is it can get confusing but they also have a sister from their dad and she's a few years like only like 
three years, like two or three years younger than me. And yeah, we, it's really interesting to like, just have that relationship. She's like a sister to us too, to me. And yeah, the, the three of my, I have a sister, uh, her and I have gotten extremely close over the time, over the past like few years. We've lived together for a few months at different times and yeah, it's been really nice to see our relationship because we weren't always that close. Uh, she definitely has always, we've always been the closest, I would think. Uh, she is the younger one. And then my older brother, Chris. Oh yeah, so Shannon, Chris, and then Scott. Scott is my oldest brother. And yeah, there's so many different dynamics. Scott has two kids, my niece and nephew. My niece and nephew were born not too long after I was. So my niece, Nayeli, is actually like two or three years younger than me. So she and I, and you know, Michael as well, we are like, I look at my nieces and nephews as more of my siblings in a way, because I grew up with them more so than with my actual siblings. But yeah, it's still really, we, we have a really close family and that is really cool to see things change, dynamics change, and we're growing into our own little families and bubbles. And it's really cool to see those dynamics as well. My older brother, Chris, he has two kids as well, three now, (laughs) three more recently, but the other two, I also grew up, they were younger, but they were also like little younger siblings, little, little brothers to me and still are. And the oldest the youngest boy, he just, he's graduating high school this year. I'm pretty sure. I think I might see, I'm so bad with like ages and time, but yeah, everyone's so grown. Everyone's so grown up and they're, they're my little siblings. And now my brother and his wife, he, they got married probably about four or five years ago. I'm probably getting that wrong, but somewhere around that time. And they have a three-year-old, three-year-old, and I think she's three. (laughs) It's just been, the past few years have been, I mean, with everything last year, I can't keep track of any, any years anymore. It's all, it's all just one and we're just flowing along. Um, but yeah, my, my niece Mila, she feels like a niece to me. She feels like my very first niece, even though I do have a niece, (laughs) uh, but she's my sister, Nayeli, you're my sister. If you're listening to this, you're not even my niece. So love her to pieces. My shout out to my niece, Nayeli. She is out with her fiance at this time. Uh, they are living out on the West coast doing their work right now for a few months and we miss them so so much but yeah I we we love having a younger a younger little soul in the family it's been so nice and I can't wait for our kids to be like be friends and play with their cousin and yeah it's just it's cool to see that dynamic and we can go deeper into those relationships, obviously, you know, relationships, siblings, you know, all the things they, they can have their complications and at times, uh, or, you know, overused, underused energy, like we like to say in numerology, but that's pretty much the dynamic. Um, so yeah, I am the only daughter of my dad by blood and, yeah, obviously he he loves his children. What is, what is it? Is it yeah, stepchildren. But he doesn't we don't even view anyone as step anything. Like we feel just full siblings, one hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah, what else? I guess what I can go into, I mean, that's pretty much a little little blip into my life. And there's so much more to go into, but Things that light me up. Hmm. Sit with that for a minute. The things that light me up, I've already kind of really gone into it a little bit, but definitely the woo-woo. I love it so much. All things numerology, uh, astrology, 
Reiki, human design, all the things. I love self-development. So reading, I'm currently reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And we're working on money mindset and really just transforming the way I look at my finances and the abundance that's flowing towards me. Uh, A little life update because I actually plan on giving you kind of like a year catch up summary um, for the total of 2021. But a little life update where I'm at currently is I am currently enrolled in a beautiful friends program. Friend of mine, uh, yeah, it's all about light workers and how we can like enhance our spiritual abilities, channeling and tapping into our gifts even more. But it's also just been a really powerful time for me to connect with myself and really also kind of really set boundaries with myself, with others, you know, all the things. And, you know, I recently learned a really incredible, not through her program, but another program that was like a five day thing. And I learned a really incredible money management system. And I think it's really going to transform the way I look into my accounts and the way I approach deposits and allocations and everything. So yeah, we're just, I'm currently last month, we were just expanding a ton and saying yes to things that make me uncomfortable. And yeah, I mean, I don't want to go on too, too long. Um, cause we're probably about at an hour point now, but yeah. Anything else coming through? Yeah. A little life update is that yeah, things are good. Things are good. The only thing that I'm working with right now as like a challenge, quote unquote, is finding space to do these solo episodes where I'm not too cold outside, where there's not wind, where there's not animals barking at me or meowing (laughs) or people walking in. Uh, You just never know. Uh, so that, that is my one thing that I'm like, mm, like trying to figure out, but we will, we always do. And other than that, things feel really amazing. November, we're in November, November 3rd, I'm recording this. (sighs) November feels really powerful. It feels really beautiful Yeah, I'm just so grateful to have shared just a little bit about me. I mean, it was a long, a lot of bit probably, <laughs> but I'm excited to go deeper into certain topics. If something popped up and you're like, oh, like, let's go there. Uh, let's, let's dive in there. I'm so open. I'm an open book. Yeah, and I'm just excited. There's there's not much more that feels like it wants to be said right now. So I'm just going to leave it at that and leave you with some love. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. Please like, rate, and review. The rates and reviews are really what gets the podcast up and like vis like up in people's visions when they go to the Apple podcast when they are looking for a new podcast. So if you like this, please rate and review and just let me know your thoughts all about Radically Loving. Radically Loving is so honored that you listened and yeah, enjoy your day, your night, whatever it is. Have a beautiful, beautiful beautiful rest of your day loves lovelies love love loves all right (laughs) i'm done bye guys see you on the flip side